0: Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome
1: back, ninjas. We're here for part two with Larry Kendall. If you haven't listened to part one, go back to one episode before this. We started an amazing conversation with Larry talking about the entire journey along the ninja path. And that journey continues today today. Let's dive right into part two and pick right up where we left off with our conversation with Larry.
0: You'd mentioned leadership. And I think a lot of people look at leadership of like, that is for owners, that is for managers. If you're in that leadership role, I went through leadership last year, I believe. Matt, was it last year? Last year was when we went through it together. And I took away things that I used to better my relationships with my children out of that class there's stuff that i use in my own world and my working world that came out of leadership i look at those notes probably weekly that i took out of that class and i think that's an interesting thing for a lot of people that have gone through the installation that are maybe wondering like should i go to leadership it's an incredibly powerful course on again not just you being a manager or an owner like there's a life lessons that are going to come out of that. that that's a different level than the installation so I highly recommend it. And Larry, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, but that's been my takeaway from the leadership program.
2: Yeah. And one of the things we're starting to see now more and more in our industry is uh, small teams. So we're getting team leaders coming to the Ninja leadership. We've had some people come that have very large teams, but most of them, what is it? 70% of the teams are two or three people. They have an assistant, maybe they have a buyer's agent, but they have a group. Now there's two or three people together. There's usually a team leader. And how do I lead a team? I need those skills. They're coming to the ninja leadership. But I think you're right. We get people that are coming, probably a third of them are not in a formal leadership role. They've heard about it. They just want more ninja and they find that it's valuable. It's interesting in the ninja installation and the ninja leadership, Garrett, you brought up about the life skills for kids. That's one question we get every single time is, have you thought about putting this together specifically for teenagers? Or maybe anybody aged 10 or 11 or over We've actually talked about that. i thought about rewriting the book and calling it a teenage ninja. I think that would be tremendous. tremendous. I, over the years, Larry, have thought
0: about all the different applications for ninja from like children to like, what if you had a ninja system specifically for a freshman entering college and how to build relationships and how to talk to people and your mindset skills that you could work on every day as you start. Like, I look at my college experience and go, if I would have applied that piece into my freshman year, I would have had a very different college experience with connections and my mindset and path that I was on and stopping drift from happening and lots of things that can happen to people in all these different growth environments. And I have taken my daughter, Jocelyn, came with me to an installation. And out of all my three kids, she's the one that when things get weird in her world, she sits down and does gratitude. She sits down and does affirmations. It's funny. I told her It's something different about going to an installation and having you or another instructor say, hey, you should do gratitudes and affirmations, and here's why. And she's like, dad, maybe I should be doing these. I'm like, yeah, I've
2: been telling you for years (laughs) the power of this stuff. So it is great for kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You used a word there that we haven't used yet. And I think it's important because it's a significant part of Ninja, and that's the word relationship. That's something that's very different about Ninja compared to our industry. The industry tends to be very transaction-oriented. Ninja is very relationship-oriented, building those relationships, maintaining them. We don't teach in Ninja this idea of going and buying leads, chasing strangers. It's all about building relationships and building a referral business.
1: I think that's a big component that helps make the path work because buying leads, chasing strangers is something that you turn on and off, right? And when it turns off, it's off. You had mentioned if you stop working the system, there's about a 60 to 90 day effect before it stops working. Whereas if you stop procuring leads today, it's done today. And relationships have a longevity. And so if you can prevent major drift from happening, even if you have weeks or maybe even a month where you struggle with some things because you are really busy or something happens in life that pulls you away, which happens to all of us, you have that opportunity to like, well, let me just turn back around here. Let me grab some of the tools that I have before that drift becomes a significant problem. And some of those things are available along the path here, right? We haven't talked about Ninja U yet, which is a tremendous resource for people that all of these videos that are there, the book study that you created in there to walk people through the Ninja Selling book, the action tips live there. And these aren't one-off things that I think people should go and consume just once and say, great, Like you can go back and watch these again. You can go watch the funnel process be described again and again and again. You can watch the seller process, the conversations with you and Peter. So tell us a little bit about Ninja you That's kind of a part on the path here that if anybody goes to the ninjaselling.com website, Up front, there's a button that says, show me the path. And there's a video and and there is a a picture of the path. And that's kind of what we're using for our guide here today. And on there is Ninja U. And I think there's a lot of people who may not know what that is. So Larry, tell us a little bit about Ninja
2: U. You bet. And it's Ninja Y-O-U. So it's all about you. And what can we do with Ninja to help you in your life and help you in your business? And so it's an online learning platform that is available to uh, anybody, really. Uh, the, the ninjas love it. It's a combination of skills, training. If you need to brush up on your listing consultation, there's videos on that. The brush up on negotiating or your buyer consultation, there's videos on that. There's interviews with top producing ninjas. How do they do it? In many cases, it's not just on you know how they do more business. It's on how they've been able to recapture their lives. And what some of their systems are. There are some interviews with myself on there. I take the ninja selling book and break it apart chapter by chapter as far as some of the science running behind it, you know, why we do it that way, what created that chapter. It's a, a great a resource, really, again, designed to help keep you on the path.
1: Yeah, it's a wonderful place. And it's an easy subscription for those of you who haven't checked it out. Go look at that because. I use it too for myself. I'll go in and look at that. Some of my coaching clients who are looking for a video on something say, hey, you know, hop into Ninja U and check out this video uh, because it walks right through a lot of the things that we're talking about here. And it's a great additional resource to get to hear things from a different perspective, which I think is always helpful too. And when we're on a journey, as you said, Garrett, you tell your kids, hey, gratitude, affirmations, gratitude, affirmations, and then they go to Fort Collins and hear gratitude and affirmations from Larry and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, of course it matters who says it. Yes. And so these videos are also a great way to kind of help that part of the brain training, right? And keep people on that path, which I think is amazing.
0: So along the path that we've been talking about so far, we've got basically the book, we go to the installations. Out of the installations, you have some different paths you can take along this journey that you're on between mastery or coaching. If You want to get, then go and do leadership and having that part of your business or growth as we continue on this journey, one of the things that you've added in there is, is a manager's exam that's, that you have available right now to certify somebody as a ninja manager. Can you tell a little bit more about that and kind of what that
2: means and what that looks like? Uh, you bet. You know, it's important that if you really want to build a ninja company and if you really want to be a great ninja manager, you really need to know the system and you need to know it inside and out. And so this was, frankly, one of our most important, I would say, owners. When I say an important owner, this is an owner that has had his company on the path for over 10 years, really believes in Ninja, and came to us and said, can you certify my managers? Can you put them through a training program and a certification process so that I know that they really know Ninja? And so that's where it started. And so we went through and developed that program. Uh, There is a uh, a Ninja manager exam uh, to be a certified uh, Ninja manager. There's also an interview that's uh, required with uh, Peter Parnick, who runs that program. And so uh, we now have several certified Ninja managers. We are also working on the development of a certified Ninja agent certification as well. We're in the process of developing that. We don't have it ready to go yet, but we will probably within the next year. I
1: think that's an amazing next step for people. I mean, I've had people ask like, hey, how do I... How do I really showcase that I know Ninja and I implement it? And they said, I would love, you know, some type of certification. And the neat thing with the manager, it's not just an exam. You have the prerequisite of the installation, leadership, year-long mastery, the interview with Peter. So this is the result of someone who's committed. It's not just, you know, hop online, take the test and say, ooh, I read the book and passed what I needed to pass. This is you've already committed a number of years to Ninja, at least one full year. And now you've gone through the next phase of talking to people about it, interviewing Peter, passing this to then. Now, is there gonna be a continuing education component to this also as you move forward, Larry, or is is that enough, (laughs) so to speak?
2: Well, at this point, the continuing education is everybody who's been on that path to get certified has joined a uh, leadership mastery group. So that's kind of the ongoing is to keep it going.
1: To stay in the mastery. Because that's another component, right? Mastery is not just one year. You can keep doing
2: it year after year after year. Absolutely, yeah. It's just like brushing your teeth. <laughs> it's interesting. I was helping a, an owner troubleshoot his company uh, several years ago. They had been on the Ninja Path, I'd done uh, quite a few installations, of l- large company, a thousand agent firm. And uh, all of their managers had been through the three-day leadership course. And I was meeting with him and his managers, and they were expressing some of the uh, challenges they were having with their agents. I was just simply using the Ninja Nine terms. I'd say, well, are they doing habit six? And you could see the looks on their faces. They weren't really clear on what was habit six. Habit six is it's your customer service calls where you're taking care of your all your sellers, your buyers, anybody that's referred you business, et cetera. The owner picked up on that. He says, they don't know what Habit 6 is. And then he chimed in and says, well, how are we doing on Habit 7? And you can see that we kind of looking at each other, <laughs> which is real estate reviews. You know, how many real estate reviews are we doing per week in our office? And so uh, that really showed me that you can't just take a class. You, you really need to commit to the path and commit to doing the systems well, the thing I love
0: about the manager exam, Larry, is that you know we watch a lot of agents that are out there in the world. Now, like, I wish I had a company that I could work with that was ninja. And we're watching more and more and more of these companies become ninja companies. And I'm watching more and more managers that are using that also as a tool to help grow their own companies by having a manager go through this program and become certified because all of a sudden they can share that out there with the world that we have a certified manager makes them kind of an elite group of people because there's not a ton of them out there yet, but they know Ninja at a really high level. And uh, I think it's a really valuable piece to be
2: able to offer that in a company or to a marketplace. When you're a manager and you really know the Ninja system, you can very easily troubleshoot what's wrong. If somebody's in a sales slump, if somebody's struggling, uh, maybe they're not in a sales slump, but maybe they're working 24-7, and you can tell the the wheels haven't come off in their life yet, but the lug nuts are loose. You know, there's a problem there that needs to be addressed. You know exactly how to help them because the system is so simple and it's so powerful and it works. And you can tell what pieces of the system they're not doing. You can help them with that. I think it's very, very important that you know the Ninja system, specifically Ninja 9 and AutoFlow. I think those are probably the two keys.
0: One thing you said, Larry, that's so important, and I have to reiterate this to people all the time, is the system is really simple. It is not a complex system. It is not something that only a few people are able to do. It's a very simple system, but because of distractions we have in our life and other things that come up, the drift that can take place, all of a sudden, they can make it very difficult if not careful, or they just make it difficult in general. Like I watch people that take talking to 50 people a week and turn it into this monster they have to execute every week. And I'm like, just slow down and let's think about everybody you talked to this week and let's start to pick it apart. And all of a sudden like, well, oh, I've talked to way more than 50. I'm like, yeah, but you just haven't been paying attention to the 50 people. Like that's a different skill set is to slow down and pay attention to them. But the people are there. And this is where you can easily turn some of these simple systems into stuff that's very difficult. Again, as a manager, they can see that stuff. A certified manager can see that stuff from a mile away. A coach can see that from a mile away. When they watch somebody who's making it more difficult or not just embracing
2: the simplicity of it. One thing, chime in here, because both of you have commented to me about this, then just build around the idea of building relationships. And Garrett, you made the comment to me that when the lockdown happened in March of 2020 and uh, we started going to go into the COVID area, that the people who had built those relationships, they just thrived in that market. The ones who hadn't built relationships, or maybe they were new in the business and they hadn't really gotten started, or maybe they were buying leads. That was their approach. All at once, the availability of strangers to work with kind of went away and the people with the relationships really thrived. And do you want to share a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, it was really clear. It kind of came out and slapped everybody in the face when we saw this because everybody, of course, when COVID hit, none of us had been through something like that before. And we're all like, okay, well, what does this mean, and how is this going to work, and is real estate going to be, even be happening? You know, are we going to be a, what do they refer to? What are the industries that they were like? You can still go out and work. Oh, essential, essential business. We're like, are we going to be condemned essential and all this stuff? It was interesting. The ones that had very established databases that they had been putting Ninja into place with for a while. The relationships were very solid. The people knew that the reason they were in the relationship with that realtor wasn't just because my realtor wanted my business when I'm going to sell, that there was a different level that was built. Those people thrived through COVID. Their business, right when COVID happened, right when that first started, their business just shot up and just took off. Uh, We saw that very clear. The ones that knew they should have been doing Ninja, they knew of the systems, they had a database, but they had never built those genuine relationships, a lot of the people that are the general society went, what are you up to? Okay. like All of a sudden you're showing up and you care about me. I don't know. Like I think you're up to something right now. And it worked, but it didn't work as well as the first group. It definitely grew. It took a little while as they went through COVID to build those genuine relationships. And all of a sudden it started to produce and started to take off. Just wasn't as fast as the first group. And then there's others that just did it because they weren't genuine about it. They're like, I just need to find a way to make business work right now. My heart's not in ninja necessarily, but I'll apply these systems and do it because I can't call expireds right now and I can't do open houses and I can't buy my leads right now. Those aren't working. And it's funny, I didn't really see very big results for those people because people's B.S. meters are high nowadays. You know, You go through tough times and people start kind of like going like, well, where can I find the business in here? That's just not how Ninja works. So that was our big takeaway. Matt and I did an entire podcast on that. This takeaways of how we saw Ninja come to life in a time where people really needed people. And they still need people. Relationships came out of this last two years on a different level than I've seen business-wise. People really appreciate the people that are there for them because
2: of what we just went through. I remember that podcast. It was one of my favorites. Two months ago, I was at a national conference One of the national brands. It was their their national conference, and I was a uh, uh, one of the speakers there. And in the hall, a young man came up to me and introduced himself. He says, uh, "Hi, Larry. I'm so and so. I'm a ninja." I always enjoy that when they say I'm a ninja. But he says I was kind of a ninja light, and he says I want to tell you my story. He says I'm the number one agent in my company. I took Ninja. It really helped me in a lot of ways. Specifically, I was able to. increased my income per hour, so I started to recapture my life. That was really helpful. But he said, at the time when I took Ninja, I was also buying leads. He said, I didn't want to give that up because that was working for me. I was the number one agent that was working for me. Why would I give that up? I added Ninja into it. But he says, quite honestly, I was kind of doing Ninja light. So I was doing a lot of Ninja, but not as much as I should. He said, I was spending $10,000 a month on leads, and I was the number one agent. He said, in March of 2020, those leads became basically worthless. He said, all at once, that stopped. I was still paying the money, but I was not getting anything out of it. And I realized, maybe now's the time I go all in on Ninja. And so he did. And he stopped buying leads. He doubled his income. And he was already the number one producer in his company. And he doubled his income. And he says, I want you to know that story, that this stuff works. And he says, it's so much easier business to do, so much more fun to do. When he told me that story, I thought of you guys with that podcast. When you apply Ninja into an already healthy database, oh, the results
0: are amazing. (laughs) They're absolutely amazing. It's one of those ones you step back and I'll have somebody say to me, sometimes they'll say, have all these referrals been here the whole time? Yep, they have been. You just haven't been getting them. Good relationships, but now you're just addressing them in a different way and all of a sudden, what do you know? There's a referrals as the byproducts here. So pretty awesome. This thing
1: makes me think about as we continue along the path here and we're at the point where it's okay, we have all this stuff and you know, some recycling that's going on to help us strengthen and become even better. And I always like to relate things to health and fitness. And I think of this path as the same way is... When you're on the path, you stay on it, you get better at it, you get better at your meal prep, you get better at understanding what foods that you should eat, how you should exercise, and how you can maintain the health and fitness that you want to have. Same thing with business. And I think what's interesting, you mentioned the 2020, there was a lot of opportunity for people to fall off the path at that point because resources went away for ninjas that had the weekly office meetings. We supplemented with Zoom, a lot of people, but that made it really hard. And a lot of people would could come up with the excuse of my environment's changing. Here's the non-conscious coming on saying, oh, I can change. Happened to a lot of people with their health and fitness. Oh, the gym's closed. I guess I can't work out. It's like, well, there's still a pair of running shoes in your closet and an open road right out your front door. And so a lot of people had to make a very, very conscious choice to stay on the path during that time and those that did that thrived as we mentioned but now as we look at okay what are the tools that exist for all of us you know as we continue along this journey that exist when it comes to our health and fitness too and one of those things here is is your annual business plan there's a business planning workshop that's done with ninjas every year that is designed to help you have something regardless of what happens in the year for you to use as a tool to keep you on the path. And so it's like your own personal set of bumper rails, you know, on a bowling lane, just as, you know, maybe a nutritionist or a fitness coach might set you up with like, hey, here's your plan. So if if all else fails, you just come back to this and you go, okay, what is here? And so tell us a little bit about the business planning, Larry, and how that, you know, becomes kind of this, I'll call it a keystone really, because it it kind of helps us recycle. It's always a great, I mean, before you get far off track, like, Every year, here's the business plan. So tell us what that's about and how you've seen people use that over the years.
2: You bet. And we offer that business planning class uh, both online and live. So if you have a company and you want to, you know, typically in October is a good time, uh, October, November, uh, in the fall, have a business planning class. Uh, one of our instructors will come in and take everybody through that. That business planning class, we also offer it online. Uh, we have a three-hour version. We have a six-hour version. The best, I think, is the six-hour. It's more complete. But basically, we start out with, let's evaluate last year. Let's learn from last year what worked, what didn't work, what do we want to do more of, what do we want to do less of. If somebody's brand new and they say, well, I didn't have a last year, I said, great. I want you to go out and interview five top producers and ask them what worked and what didn't work, okay? And so, learn from their experience. So, that's number one. Then number two is they set some goals. We set financial goals, both income goals, as well as net worth goals, as well as life goals. Some things don't require money, some things do, but putting those all together as far as what are your goals? And then uh, tied to that is what are the affirmations and so on to help program into your conscious and non-conscious those goals. Uh, Then the next step is a set of activities. Uh, What are the activities that will get you there? And, uh, you know, the core activities are your Ninja Nine, but there's other activities as well. And We go through that. And then um, what I find is we're more likely to do our activities if we schedule them. So uh, we come up with a schedule, a daily, a weekly schedule for how we schedule our, our activities. And then uh, uh, finally putting them into action and tracking the activities. Matt used the example of exercise. I have an exercise program every morning which is a series of calisthenics. And then when I'm done, I log those in. I log that I did it today. And I look at my exercise log and I can tell how I'm doing. And it's important to me that I log that in, that I did it, that I didn't miss it. And the same thing is true with your activities. So using your Ninja Planner, logging in, if you're in the coaching program, doing your Monday morning agenda, turning that into your coach, measuring our activities is a very key part of staying on the Ninja path. That's one of the the biggest benefits, I think, of coaching is that it helps keep you consistent in doing your activities. So that's basically what we walk through in Ninja Planning. We provide you with a template, a booklet, if you will. And uh, when we walk through it in those six hours at the end, guess what? You have a business plan.
1: Great class for anybody who hasn't done it, by the way. Look out for that coming up later this year. That's going to help you... And I see that happen a lot at this point of the year where we're at now, kind of just into Q2, where people start to like, oh, what what do I got to do? I feel like I'm missing something. It's like, well, have you looked at your business plan? Oh, yeah, that's right. I have a plan that I can go look at. Yes, you do. Let's look at it and use that as our guide to help set up those quarterly goals. And then you know, take a look at that routine, that plan, that schedule you set up for yourself and just be honest. Hey, have I been on that? Do I need to make adjustments and or can I just get right back on that i've been I've been drifting, and now I can stop the drift because I have clear instructions that I wrote to myself so and we do that in coaching too right We do um business planning with all of our clients, make sure that they have a great tool, great plan that they can then execute on as they go through the year and we we reevaluate that with them as well or or well at least encourage them to pull it back out so that we can just look at it again.
0: Coaching, we do a month long four session series that we go through and really build a, a very in-depth business plan. But Matt, you're right. And Larry, you're right. It's like funny. Is with You get people at different camps with a business plan. You have a lot of people out there with no business plan. You have some that are like, I did a business plan, but they haven't looked at it for a year. So they don't really have a business plan that they're working with at all. Then you have the ones that look at it quarterly. Then you have the ones that look at it weekly. What we've recently implemented too is a quarterly review, pulling that out and really looking at where you stand and where we're at and what's working and what's not. And The measures that you're tracking, Larry, for exercise and when we watch people really pay attention to their business and what's working and what's not working, what you get a chance is to really fine-tune the systems that resonate with you too. Like You know when you log your workouts and things, there are certain workouts that sometimes just don't feel good. You might notice that there's something maybe in your ankle or your knee that's not quite feeling right. And you get that chance to start to analyze and say, when I do this exercise, these are the results that I get. You know, Maybe I'm doing something a little bit different here. Maybe I need to talk to a trainer and figure out why that's happening, or maybe something's going on. You get that chance to really analyze it. But when you don't keep track of any of it all, all you have is a hurt knee and you don't know why. So it's that chance to really fine tune and adjust your, your business and your life so you're staying on course that's what i have found with the people that go through the business planning the people that track their measures that are working for them or not working for them they just in they're in the driver's seat of their business this i think brings us all the way around on the path is there something i i'm not thinking about cuz this is typically where people once they are in this journey this is where they continue back on the path and
2: it's the the journey that they're on which is so incredible what you've created larry it's been created by a lot of people over a lot of years as i said uh, ninja was started in 1994 so we're coming up here in a couple of years, on the 30-year anniversary of this, so this isn't something that's uh, either new or kind of a uh, a fad. Ninja has worked through all kinds of markets. If you look back over the the many markets we've had over the last 30 years, ninjas have been successful in all markets. So um, it's just evolved though to the point now that I, I feel really we can offer the resources to somebody to help them stay on the path. They're not alone. It's no longer just, they read the book and it was a gig or they came to an installation and it was a gig. They not only have support systems, but they have a culture of support with other ninjas. The online communities that have become built, the Ninja Selling Podcast Facebook group, for example, the group that's on Ninja U, for example, the Mastery groups. we have about 800 people in Mastery right now. We're training about a 1,000 students a month in the four-day live class and about 800 a month in the online mastery class. And then what, another 350 or 400 in the coaching. So you have a community, you know, and James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, says that the best thing you can do to become the kind of person you want to become is associate with people who are doing what you want to do, that have the habits that you want to have and it rubs off. And I think that we've got an amazing uh, ninja community, very active. We were looking the other day at the number of active ninjas. That is that we have active emails with them. They're actually interacting with us. And if ninja was a national brand, we would be, I think it's either the sixth or seventh largest real estate brand in the nation. So you're a part of something that's, um, there's a lot of ninjas. I put it that way, here to help you. I love watching that podcast Facebook group where somebody will have a post a question and within an hour, there's 50 responses and 50 people trying to help you. You don't see that in other parts of our industry. Other parts of our industry, everybody's in silos. They're trying to protect themselves. They're trying to protect what they do. They're not willing to share. That's exactly the opposite with the ninjas. And a lot of that is you guys have helped create that. I just can never thank you enough for what you've done.
0: Larry, like, I appreciate you. One thing I want to just go back to here real fast, you're talking about like this has been tried and true over 30 years in the in the marketplaces that this has gone through. I remember back in 2007 and 2008, and I had a moment I'd started the coaching program about two years before that. And I knew Ninja and I knew that it worked and I had my faith and my heart in it. And I had that moment of going like, well, we're going to get put to the test here real quick and we're going to see how this works. Coming through 2008, nine, and 10, and watching people have the best years they ever had that applied the ninja systems, I was like, that was the down and dirty truth for me of like, does not matter what's going on in the economy, the marketplace. Like, this is again about the people. Same thing through COVID. When COVID hit, you know, we had a lot of the newer coaches that were like, oh my gosh, like, what does this mean? How are we going to do this? And newer ninjas that were like, what does this mean? I was like, stay to the systems. Don't change the path. Don't get creative. You stay to the systems. They work in any marketplaces I've seen. I've got two major, what a lot of people would say, scary markets under my belt that I have watched Ninja thrive through. And it's been really a powerful social proof to be able to look back on now. And I know in my heart, I can look at any marketplace that comes down our path and be like, it's going to work. You don't have to worry about it. Stay the path, stay on the systems. You're going to be just fine. So thank you, Larry.
1: Yeah. I'll echo that. And thank you, Larry, for sharing all of this and creating the path and bringing in all the wonderful people into Ninja so that this could be spread with all the instructors, the coaches, the guides, personnel behind the scenes, and the encouragement of ninjas out there. And and I appreciate you highlighting the podcast community, which if anybody wants to check that out, facebook.com slash groups slash the Ninja Selling Podcast. Ninjas are very open. They're abundance-minded which is why they're so willing to share. Uh, And all that is the result of day one on the installation. That brain training will transform how you think and allow you to really make the right choice when you're faced with, do you want to be a victim or a player today? And you'll get to choose player, live in abundance, and kick that scarcity mindset to the curb. And so if you haven't had the opportunity to go to an installation, experience that on the first day, Ninjaselling.com. You can click on the calendar there and look for an open installation or to see if your company will be hosting a private installation that you can attend this year so that you can experience that transformative process that happens over those four days of getting Ninja installed with you. So Larry, thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who who's listening to this and experiencing this and share it. For those of you who are big ninjas and big fans of this, and you have people that you know that don't have this experience this podcast or these two that we're because we're going to break this up into two most likely share it with them so they can learn a little bit about how this path works and how that this is a path and a journey and it's not a one trick pony here this is something you'll be a part
2: of for your life and it'll
1: it'll transform every area of it so thanks again larry we so appreciate
0: you man i love having you on
2: right, it's an honor to be with you thank you both
0: thank you and to everybody out there have an amazing day thanks for joining us and we will be back soon if you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com.
1: There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching.
0: Have an incredible day.